Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey y'all, I wanted to do a 11 week update. (laughs) Cannot believe it's been 11 weeks of the 13 weeks, aka 90 days of my um, no dating period. And if you're new to this podcast and you're not sure what I'm talking about, I will link the episodes below where I have been going over this 90 day cleanse period of no dating, no talking to ex-romantic partners, no talking to future romantic partners, and why I have done it. Just a little overview. I got this idea from the Black Girls Heal podcast, and she basically uses the no contact rule to self-love, to figure out who you are, to get all the noise out of your head, all of these distractions. Um, and to learn how to love yourself. In the Black Girls Heal podcast, she says that we use um, romance and relationships to affirm us and to basically give us love and give us meaning and make us feel special. And while that's okay in some regards, if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, you could become dependent on other people to make you feel loved and to make you feel special. And I have definitely learned throughout this process that I have been doing that. Um, and so I will put the episodes in the in the show notes so you're able to kind of know what I've gone through and felt so far. If you listen to the last episode about my dependence of people, and I've learned that... <laughs> Especially in these last couple of weeks, how me having a person or different people um, in my life, in my circle, around me, or just the um, attention that I get from men have really influenced my self-esteem. Because <laughs> let me tell y'all, I, at one point during these 90 days, I was like, it was like nobody wanted me. Like, nobody was hitting me up. Nobody was texting me. Like, you know, I would be posting stuff on Instagram. Like, different pictures of me and stuff like that. And, like, the typical people that would hit me up and, like, say little slick stuff. And we kind of have this um, unhealthy dynamic of them in and out of my life. And, you know, hitting me up when they need some some feminine attention. And me hitting them up when I need some affirmation and just somebody to make me feel good y'all know them people you keep around knowing you don't want them they know they don't want you but it's just kind of fun to flirt and act like something gonna happen (laughs) that kind of unhealthy stuff um they wasn't even hitting me up like nobody I would go to the store go to the gas station you don't even got the gas station people like saying nothing to me so I was just like what is this I'm out. I'm cute. Like, I'm losing weight. (laughs) 
I'm looking good. I'm getting my hair done. Like, why don't nobody want me? And I started realizing how I craved that connection and that attention. Like how big a how big of a part that attention from another person played in my life. And I had I listened to myself. I listened to myself um talk when that didn't happen for me in times when it would normally happen and I went and I had a conversation with myself and I was like, you know what? That means nothing about you. And I reminded myself that the people that would have been trying to talk to me are unavailable anyway because I'm unavailable. And so I would have been attracting an unavailable person. And so I was grateful that nobody wanted me because that means that I'm one step closer to attracting available people. And if I can repel the unavailable people, then the available people will will come to me when it's time. And also, I'm I'm just beautiful anyway. Like it felt good to kind of rebuild that confidence within myself and not need um not need to hear from somebody else. I think that those that's what those moments taught me. When I looked good on Instagram, when I looked good going into the store, going to the mall, um, taking myself out to eat and nobody said anything to me. I had to still be confident within myself to still feel like I look good. And I realized that somewhere along the lines, I depended on other people to tell me I looked good in order for me to feel like I looked good. And that's not okay (laughs) because people are not always dependable. People change their minds. People are going through their own lives. I can't depend on another person to tell me I look good for me to believe it. I just have to believe it. And so being in that moment where nobody was telling me that, I had to believe it. So that was a very character building experience. Um, So another thing I did was I went to this poetry event that I really like to go to. And it's become a lot more popular um, ever since they did some new, like, rebranding and good advertisement. And so I went to their re-re-re-re-reopening. <laughs> um, they took a page out of P-Valley's book, and it really drew a lot of people out. And I went with um, two of my friends. And one, well, my friend and her friend... <clears throat> And one of my friend's friends was, like, super negative during the whole experience. She had never been to an event like that before. And um, she was just being really negative, just, like, making rude comments about the whole event, talking about how tired she was, talking about how boring it was. Um, And during that experience, like, I took nothing personally from it. And it was so easy for me to just say, you know what? <laughs> this isn't my kind of person. Like, and it felt good. It felt good to just be able to say that, to be able to identify that um, right off the bat. And to be able to um, know that that wasn't my kind of person. I wasn't rude to her. I just kind of stuck it out throughout the night and then moved on. 
So I will say that this 90-day cleanse, I think, has allowed me to be more clear on my values. And I definitely value a person that can just enjoy an experience. You know, like, it's okay if uh, you don't like being somewhere and it's okay to voice that opinion. But, like, why? <laughs> like, why Why? Why make the whole experience negative when you can just find something to like about it? Or um, maybe just bring it up later, especially if you see that you're, the other people you're with are enjoying themselves. And me and my other friend were enjoying ourselves. So she was the only person that was being negative, And it just was like, okay, well, we don't like the same things. And that's just what I learned from this. Um it was a lot, a, a few more things that she said that kind of rubbed me the wrong way to where I decided it wasn't my kind of person. But long story short, I just learned that um, I am getting quicker on weeding out friendships. And what I also did was when I wasn't getting that attention from people and I was going out and posting pictures on Instagram, I was like, you know what? It's time to focus on platonic friendships anyway. Like, and anybody that is speaking to me or does like something or, you know, uh, does give me any kind of attention, I shouldn't assume that it is going to be romantic. And so I put it in my head, like, everybody don't got to like you. <laughs> everybody ain't trying to be with you. And like, it's probably a trauma response that I think that because I've lived in a space where people are always trying to get something out of me. Or, you know, trying to get me to do for them. And they've always presented themselves to want me in a romantic way to get what they want. And so I'm probably always on guard for it. And I learned that about myself during this 90-day cleanse. And so I, I, on purpose, decided that anybody that does step to me or talk to me, I'm going to make sure to assume that it's in a platonic way until they give me any reason otherwise. So, y'all, as soon as I did that, oh, my gosh, let me tell y'all what happened. I went back to that poetry event the next weekend by myself. <laughs> it's so fun going places by yourself because if you don't like it, you could just go. If you do like it, you can just enjoy the experience and you don't have to worry about nobody else disliking it or you not liking it and you want to go, but the other person is enjoying themselves. Like, it's something really special about being able to everything to be about you and do what you want on your own time. Like it's definitely awesome to enjoy things with people, but it's really awesome to also enjoy things by yourself. So I went back by myself because I, I felt like it was a safe space. I love the creative space. I love to be able to express myself because I go up there every time and share a poem. And so this time there was this guy there and I just, honestly, I just assumed he was gay like, he was just, oh my gosh, like, dressed so nice, hair, he had like this side part um, in his locks, he had these feathers on his hair, like, his aura just gave me kind of, you know, my gaydar, like, my gaydar was like, okay, he likes, he likes men, like, we like the kind of, we like the same kind of people, and so I just assumed that he, when we were, when me and him, like, we hit it off, we started talking, laughing, uh, sharing stories, sharing, <laughs> like, we just sat next to each other, and just, 
hit it off at this poetry event. And I was just really enjoying this conversation with him. And I was like, do you want to exchange Instagram information? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And so we did. And I was just looking so forward to having this new friend, having a friend that wasn't looking at me in a romantic way. Like it felt like a safe space. Tell me why this man hits me up on Instagram and he's saying stuff like, I want you, I want to see you. I'm like, okay, uh, see me in what capacity? And he's like, oh, you know, I just want to see you after last night. Like, I think we should see each other again. And the vibe was just giving, like, flirting or, like, more than platonic. You know, you get that feel when somebody flirting with you. And so I was like, um, let me be, let me just be frank. What are your intentions? Like, are you, what are your intentions with me? And he was like, to be honest with you, I'm trying to get to know you. Like, I like you. I was feeling you. And I want to get to know you. And I'm like, oh, I'm re- I misread this so much. <laughs> so I um I hit him back and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm on my 90-day cleanse. Um, I cannot be pursuing anybody romantically right now. Uh so no, basically. <laughs> I was like, we can we can talk again February 6th, but I'm not gonna be able to talk to you. You know, since that door has been open, like since I know he's interested in in me romantically, I can't communicate with him. And he was like, well, we can still be friends. And I was like, well, yeah, we can be, but I just can't communicate with you. And that that's been a promise I made to myself. Like I have friends. I've had friends, but I know that they're interested in me romantically. And so since that's the case, I cannot have that kind of energy around me because that's confusing. And I need to just get clear on who I am without without that, without the confusion of that, without the influences of that. So he he was very sweet. He said, OK, I understand. You know, do you like um, I'm here for it and I'll talk to you February 6th. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm a horrible person. Like, why did I assume that man was gay? But um, I just. I'm I'm grateful that I I don't know maybe he's bisexual maybe he's fluid I don't know but um nothing is wrong with that if he is I just I just really did assume like he wasn't flirting with me like we was building a friendship but I think it's good that I assumed um he wanted a platonic he wanted something platonic with me until otherwise and that made me realize I need to come at that mindset with everything like every time I'm sp- I'm speaking to a person, period, man or woman, I should assume that they're that it, they're coming from a, pl- a platonic place, and I want to come from a platonic place. Like I want to truly build friendship with people, even if like I may think they're attractive or I may want in the future to be in a romantic relationship. I want to initially come at them and come at this only looking for friendship because I think that without the distraction of the idea of this could be my person, this could be my partner, I I see very clearly. I see more clear. And when you don't have the influences of what this relationship could be or we're going to be together one day, you see things so much clearly. Oh my gosh. 
So I enjoyed going there. I'm ha- I was happy I went by myself. I went back again, y'all. I went back again the next weekend and saw him again there. You know, we spoke or whatever, had little conversations here and there. It wasn't awkward or anything. Um, there was this other guy that, that I saw the previous week who we just had a good conversation. And then this week, he's like, oh, I'm trying to get to know you on like a deeper level. And I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm on 90 day clean. Hit me up February 6th. Like, y'all, the door, the floodgates just opens. Like when I started not looking for people to look at me in a romantic way, they started doing it, which is so weird. But at the same time, I'm unavailable. So I still kept it in the back of my head that I don't know if this person is truly going to be available for me anyway, because you, you, I, you, you want an unavailable woman. Like I'm unavailable right now. And that's what you attract. That's what you're uh, attracted to. Now I get it. I am, you know, the shit, <laughs> but at the same time, um, I'm not available. And I'm also thinking that maybe me being unavailable is attracting people because men like the chase. Like, I think that I'm not giving off any kind of thirsty vibe. So it's kind of like making me a little bit mysterious. I don't know. This has been interesting. It's been a very interesting experiment. <laughs> um, And it just kind of came out the woodwork. Like, I would have people message me on Instagram. And I'm automatically assuming it's platonic, right? And a lot of times it is. Like, a lot of times people just curious, like, about the podcast or how I made a video Or just anything, like if I took a video of me at the poetry event, like where is that at? Uh, People are just genuinely curious and want to connect. And I have enjoyed that. I've enjoyed connection without the underlying um, motive of I'm trying to get with you. Like that has been so freaking liberating. I've enjoyed not having the pressure of, you know, Pursuing somebody romantically, flirting with them, dealing with their emotions, seeing if they're a liar, uh, constantly judging them, seeing if they're right for me. Like that pressure has been removed when meeting new people. And that's been nice. And I didn't even realize that was a pressure that I was putting on myself when dating new people. And so I think that this new experience is going to really change the way I date. Like after going through talking to people in a platonic way and not looking at them and not constantly judging them and not figuring out if they're going to be my future partner. I have like, I've been like, I should do this all the time. (laughs) Like this is liberating. So it's like a really long list right now of people that I have said, I'm going to hit you up February 6th and, or no, we can talk February 6th. Now I'm going to hit you up February 6th. So, um, I don't know about that. I've been thinking, like, am I going to hit them up? And I honestly think I'm just going to, I'm scared. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared because it's like, oh, my gosh. I've been put, I put up this wall and I have removed that pressure and now it's going to come back. And I think it's a little scary. But what I decided I'm going to do about it is I'm going to let it happen naturally. Like, 
the people that have hit me up, I said they want to pursue me. February 6th come, they don't hit me up. All right, cool. If we see each other later on or they think about me later on after that and they want to hit me up, I'll, I'll, I'll continue a conversation with them. But I'm not going to pursue anything uh, and just come at it like, okay, let's try this out. <laughs> let's start dating. Let's see if you're going to be my man. Like, Let's see who's for me. I'm not coming at it like that. I, I just truly want to get to know people. I really do. And I think that takes off a lot of expectations. And I thought I was able to do that before when I would date people, but I wasn't. I always had this underlying expectation of, do you fit the mold to be the right guy for me? Instead of, let me just understand you. Let me just learn who you are. Let me just see if this fits who I am. And it's because I never really got to know friends. <laughs> for real, for real. Like, I don't think I ever truly got to know people. It was just like every girl that ever just kind of we, we clicked, you know, we're going to be friends. But I didn't really get to know her and figure out is if this is my kind of person. Do I Am I happy to be around her? Does this friendship build me up? Does this motivate me? Does this make me happy? I didn't ever really consider that. Because I just lived in a mindset of, oh, friends are hard to come by and um, you got to keep the ones you find, you know, instead of instead of looking at the quality of people. And so now that I've had that practice, we're looking at friends, um, women or men that are not romantically attracted to me. I have learned to. Uh, not romanticize every friendship or every relationship. I think that's been the biggest takeaway, like not romanticizing everything. And when I say that, I mean, assuming everybody going to be my person or everybody's going to be this ultimate, like this, this is who I'm supposed to be with, you know, not coming at it like that all the time, not always figuring out who's going to be the one. And I've learned that with the guy I dated, <laughs> For eight months that never made me his girlfriend that I've talked about so much. Um, I romanticized him. I fantasized about him. And like now that I've removed myself from that, I don't even like him as a person for real. <laughs> like he just fit the mold of my man, you know, my man, my man. <laughs> so it's just like, girl, why? Just to say you have a man, like. If that's the goal, you could get anybody. So I, I've really revamped um, how I look at dating and platonic friendships and just learning to really get to know people and just to decide on how I feel when I'm around that person. And, and a lot of times when you go off that, you realize that a lot of people don't really make you feel good. And the people that do make you feel good, you got to really cherish those relationships. So that's my 11-week update. Uh, we are two weeks away from February 6th. So <laughs> I'll definitely be giving y'all an update then. Next week, I have an episode with a guest. I hope y'all liked last week's episode with Ajua. Um, Next week, we have another guest. And then 
um, y'all will hear my final episode about the 90 day cleanse. So thank y'all so much for being with me on this journey. And I will talk to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, please like it on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast. Leave a comment and share the podcast on social media platforms using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls. I'll talk to y'all on another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye.